Welcome back, Seahawks fans, to the newest episode of the Seahawks Nest Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Santo, joined, as always, by the Tama to my blitz. It's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how you doing? <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one. Are you trying to figure out who Eric will be? Is that because he because our very own boom? Oh, that's right. Eric Ronovic. <laughs> Eric, how do you like being the Seahawks mascot that wears a backwards hat? If you, <laughs> if you guys remember from 2016, when I was at training camp and I was like, boom was sitting next to me trying to be like, he knows I hate him. <laughs> We're back on I, just, the train. I just love how I just love how he has a backwards hat. It's just like so I feel like so, he's, right, a, there's only he's a hip hop guy who's, who's never going to get past. <laughs> You know, see, and here just, I thought he just lost to the first of his best of three Pokemon matches. Does, he does a lot of that, like ha- that hand, that hands together pose. You know, like this. No, one he does there. the vape niche pose. Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> he def- boom, definitely, boom, definitely vapes, but doesn't. Uh, only you know his parents don't know about it. So, <laughs> only one Seahawks related news, uh, and that is this: John Lynch said. We feel the Seahawks coming. They're really good. They had a really good draft last year, and I think they've repeated it this year. Uh, what do you guys, what do you guys think are, uh, we, we all think that the Seahawks are better than last year, uh, with the, with the uncertainty at quarterback in, uh, in San Francisco. And then of course, Arizona is missing their quarterback and the Rams look just terrible. Are we, are we the favorites to win the NFC West? That's a negative for me. Um, I feel like we have got better. I think we're a year away. I don't think there were players in this draft that you were like, yes, that's the missing piece. I think in this year's draft, it was like, yeah, that's going to fill in some pieces we need. Um, we probably still need another year of gelling on the offensive line. Our, our Stopping the run game is going to be next to impossible, according to what's on our roster right now. So it's definitely the biggest question mark. Yes. Like, can can we stop someone from getting a four yard run? And the 49ers being our primary rival makes that a uh, like I could totally it's see a, a situation real good four yard runs <laughs> where both both teams go like 11 and six or 12 and five. But but we lose both games to the Niners and that's a pretty sizable tiebreaker. You know, that's I could see that situation because they're just going to be able to run. on. When us. I think uh, I tend uh, I was going to say one more thing is. The, the biggest problem I have is we kind of overperformed early in the year, but we finished the season, what, three and seven? And we've improved a lot, but I don't really know if we've turned around that three and seven to be seven and three. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, for me, the, the thing I'm wondering is, is like, yeah, how do how do we slow down the run game? And and we got to get one from the 49ers if we're going to win the division. And that's just, I think going to be, that's a big ask for our team as currently constructed. We'd have to beat them in a track race, which is possible. Um, I do think we deserve to be second favorite, but, but favorite is probably a little, a little rich right now. I think the thing about the 49ers is um, they have extremely high upside, but a lot of their most uh, impactful players have massive health questions. Like if Debo Samuel misses a bunch of games, you're not surprised if I, uh, you know, uh, their defensive linemen go out to a clan rally and don't come back for a couple of weeks. You're never really surprised. Um, they could lose some defensive backs like all that happens. And I cannot respond to anything you said individually, Kevin, because uh, this half of it got eaten by uh, Comcast Internet service. Basically, so, the 49ers okay. always get hurt. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe he might be still talking. I don't know. I might be talking. <laughs> uh, the big topic today, Eric, are you ready? Yeah. It's undrafted free agents. Everyone's favorite. Undrafted free agents. So uh, I made a nice spreadsheet here you can look at as we go, Eric, and I'll post this into the into the Discord at, at some point in my life. But uh, undrafted free agents is always an interesting time because, you know, there's – you, you start to see some patterns emerge. Like what kind of guys are they looking to get in this draft that maybe they couldn't find right in, in the draft? What kind of, what kind of guys were you thinking? Um, what kind of archetypes were they looking for? And another thing you, you often notice when you look at the undrafted uh, free agent class is like, you look at the actual roster. We have 53 guys on the roster already, plus 10 guys in the draft class. The path to making the team is, is narrower than usual for the for this undrafted free agent class. I would say at most two of two or three of these guys are going to make it, and that's really like, riding the always compete line. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, it's just tough. Like these guys got these guys got to come in and show out if they're going to make the team, though, because the the there's just the spots are filled, right? 
the spots are all filled. And they yeah, you're gotta, coming they in to be, take somebody's job. Yeah, they got to come in and be great to make it. So, um, yeah, we 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 compiled the UDFA class. We got their athletic testing. We uh, we lined them all up, and now we're gonna knock them down one at a time. Here we go, and we're gonna just this order is not sensical or it doesn't make any sense. That's not my position group. I just used the order the order that that MSD had it on his article about the UDFA class, and I was like. Uh, I'll just use this order because it's just all in one place. And then I looked at it and I was like, why did, why are they in this order? I can't figure out. I can't. Can you figure out what he was ordering them by Kevin? Uh, I think it's by order that it was announced that they signed. Okay. That makes sense to me. I was gonna say order that he saw the tweets was my guess. It's Uh, definitely not based on name because Jake Bobo is right in the middle and that's, that's just wrong. It's not last name. It's not first name. It's, uh, it's not school it's not position anyway we'll just go in this order though uh because it's the order they're in no noah gindorf tight end north dakota state he's tall he's big he only benched 225 16 times i mean you watch the tape and he does push people around he pushes people around but, but they're all five from, seven i would say he's from <laughs> north dakota state so that means he eats uh, a lot of corn so I think, I think this guy... State has good is one of the top D2 programs and they can beat lower division one teams. But like, yeah, come on. If you were if you were going to if this guy was going to make it onto the NFL, he, he had to bench like 30 right there. He had to do do more than than what he did in that in that thing, especially if he was going to do no literally no other athletic testing, which says to me like, hey, he's probably slow. He might have been hurt, though, because this guy's always hurt. That's another problem with yeah. uh Noah Gindorf. All right, uh, Cam Bright, linebacker, Washington. Kevin, this is a player that you you watched probably a lot more than me. Uh, I watched only a couple of UW games. What what do you think of Cam Bright? Um, so he was a starter at Pitt before he came over. He has a lot of experience. Um, he's uh, pretty productive. The issue is um, his lateral agility is not what you want for his size. You either want a guy who's kind of a bigger thumper or if they're going to be small, like that safety linebacker hybrid size, you want them to be uh, really, really mobile. And so he's he's a little tweener-ish and, and fringy for that reason, uh, which is uh, going to oh. be a theme with our linebackers and safeties. I got I, I got a sorry, I forgot. We have to rate their chance of making the team on a scale of one to ten. Uh, Noah Gindorf, one. Yeah, one. Okay, Eric, we with one. Uh, I'll, I'll go with I'll tight go. ends. Tight ends pretty. I'll go with tight three crowded, only right? because like tight end is where I think we could stand to get younger. And what if this guy super impresses? Give him a three out of ten. Let's go. If if he blocks really good in the in the rookie camp, maybe he's got a chance. Uh, Cam Bright, I w- I agree, Kevin. He's just not a he's not a, he doesn't have any lateral burst. Like he doesn't move any small. Like good smart player, like good pretty good straight line athlete, but just doesn't have the lateral burst that he needs to be 219 and as a, as a linebacker in the NFL. So I'm going to say Cam Bright pretty low. One, one also for Cam Bright? Uh, yeah, I'll go two. Maybe he shows out on special teams. Uh, I'm going two as well. Holton Ehlers, uh, quarterback, East Carolina. Uh, good. He was a good leader. Uh, team captain played for like a lot. He's played like a billion snaps. He's smart. Um, he's not good enough at football. That's what I wrote. <laughs> If he has to he's throw just, the ball more than 15 yards downfield, it looks like he's shot putting. It's just not a good. He's just not <laughs> not good. I, also, I we have a we have a camp invite for Jack Cohn, who just played in the XFL and at a higher level of college football. Uh, he has to come Notre Dame, directly right? Against, yeah, uh, yeah. Notre Dame via Wisconsin. Um, Holton Ehlers makes the team only if he's like the smartest, best film watcher guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> if he's the greatest if we're grooming him room. to be the assistant QB coach. Yeah. Which is, which is some teams, a lot of teams, QB code, backup QB is like that. It's like an extra quarterback. Coach. That's what it was like with uh, Russell Wilson, guy. with our uh, the handsome guy we had who used to, who played for the old Dragons of the XFL. Can't remember his name. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, though. Okay. Uh, Ehlers, uh, zero, zero out of ten. Lower than, lower than the first two somehow. Zero. Uh, one, just because <laughs> you said it was one to ten. Kevin wants to stay on the scale. <laughs> I respect it. Um, he follows the rules. Tyjon Lindsay. Wide receiver, Oregon oh, State. Skip C.J. Anderson. C.J. Johnson. C.J. Johnson. Oh, CJ, oh sorry. C.J. Carolina. C.J. Johnson, East Carolina. Sorry, I'll go back. Go back. Uh, C.J. Johnson. He's big. Uh, six foot, two and a half, two hundred twenty-four pounds. Didn't do any kind of significant athletic testing. Um, he's a big guy. He makes contested catches against subpar competition and cannot separate 
at all. Does not, there's literally no separation on his tape. He's just, he is just beating guys at the point every time. So no, one, one out of 10 wide receivers, wide receiver room has room actually, because we have like three guys and that's it. But I'm not, not CJ Johnson for me, Kevin. Uh, I don't see how CJ Johnson makes a roster that has Derek Young on it. Uh, yes, one. This, is, this is just directly worse Derek Young, it's like much worse Derek Young. I don't, maybe they brought him cause Holton Aylers loves him. He was like, bring this guy with me. He's great. And P, you know, P, he's like, I'll give your buddy a chance. Uh, if this guy's faster than he came guys, up, might as well. <laughs> if he's faster than he showed up at the combine, then I think he's got a chance to maybe make the practice squad. But I have him at a three. All right, Ty John Lindsay, wide receiver, Oregon State. He's on the smaller side. He's five five feet eight inches, one hundred and seventy one pounds. Uh, but his athletic testing is pretty good. He can return punts. On tape, I liked watching it. He's good. He has good route running. He's decent in space. Uh, he's just small. He's just small. Uh, a fringy slot prospect who I think, after looking at it, could have got drafted. Like he was definitely had like draft level uh, ability. And his pro days good. His pro days numbers are are solid. Four point one shuttle, six point six nine three cone. Um, he broad jumped one hundred and twenty eight inches at like you know micro mite size, which is pretty impressive. So yeah, I four five forty yeah. Yeah, he's he's super solid. I think Tyjon Lindsay has a chance to make the team as the backup slot. Uh, the returning punts thing is really important. He's got to show in rookie camp that he can be an NFL punt returner. If he does, I think he's got a he has a path to the roster. So for me, Tyjon Lindsay is a six out of ten. What that? What do you think, Kevin? Are you uh, out of my mind. I think that uh, we had a Penny Hart, and then our Penny Hart was stolen from us, and so we went and got another Penny Hart. Um, and you know, you know, what I have to say about Penny Hart is that he showed up for like three games a year. So I think really good chance of being a practice squad guy. Like you said, the special teams is going to be really important. Five out of 10. Yeah. Uh, I'll go six uh, on that as well for the punt returns. Yeah. Okay. John Hall, wide receiver of Northwood. He's huge. He's a uh, 75.5 inch, six foot three and a half, 194 pounds. Uh, he ran a four six. He's pretty slow. Seven second threes cone, four point four four inch shuttle. He had a shoulder injury throughout this pro day process, though, that maybe affected him. He's big. He's a solid athlete. Good luck finding Northwood tape. I think he's not going to make it. <laughs> um, just this these 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 athletic testing numbers don't super impress me, and the size is not like so big that I think he's gonna. You know what I mean? It's like if he was like six six. 210 or something i'd maybe i'd be more into it but. if if uh noah uh, gindorf had this guy's athletic testing now we're talking about a player <laughs> yeah we need to win yes he needs to be noah gindorf sized for me to be excited about this so i'm gonna say not i put not i just wrote not gonna make it in my notes oh i thought it said uh, no good man anymore <laughs> i was like no, I can not, use a no good he's man. not gonna make it uh yeah so i'm gonna go one out of ten i don't think john hall has a very clear path to the roster Unless we just really want a, a big guy and, you know, one of these other big guys we talk about is just terrible. But, yeah, no for me. Anything? You guys? I, I, hadn't, I did not watch any table on this guy, like you said. I can't find good, it. So yeah, good luck yeah. finding it. <laughs> I got, I'm at a I'm at a one to play the game like Kevin does. Um, Remember what I said about the other guy where we already have a Dariq Young? Uh, that, that comment again. Kevin Griffin Hebert is one of the more enticing prospects uh, on this list. I'm gonna let you let you go on this one because he I, I I'm gonna give you all the interesting ones, <laughs> the ones I find the more <laughs> interesting, uh, and then I'll just talk about all the crappy ones really fast. So Griffin uh, Hebert, what do you, what do you think? Griffin Hebert has a little Jake Hall, uh, Jacob Hollister in him, um, kind of that tight end, H back, move tight end type role, um, which is something that we're lacking a little bit. We used uh, Parkinson in that role quite a bit. And uh, like he's a really large guy. He doesn't have kind of the lateral mobility that you want where Hebert Hebert can move. Um, I think he has a really decent shot at making it, especially if he can show some special teams upside. Um, if he can fit that role and play special teams, then that's somebody you can probably make room on a roster for as your uh, you know fourth tight end. So I'm going to go think- six out of ten. Another thing too is I think that like a lot of websites list this Hebert as tight end slash fullback, and he got used kind of as a big slot a lot and in in different ways. And there's just a just a kind of interesting player, good athlete who probably can can learn a position. He's more likely to make the practice squad than to make the actual team. But 
I like it. I like I like the player. I think it's interesting. If we do end up keeping four tight ends, he could be the fourth one. So I'm gonna go six out of ten again. That's my that's my that's my go to score for maybe. Uh, that's I'll, I'll put this guy's for maybe six out of ten too. I like his size. I like the fact that he's um, I don't know. He's a guy who could surprise, especially if some room becomes available at the tight end position. Chris Stoll, long snapper, Penn State. Uh, Rubio. I, I was going to say, do we need to say anything else? This guy participated in Rubio on snapping, which we know is a factory that only produces results. It's a factory for long snapping. Uh, they only results. Uh, so, and also, we don't have any other long snappers on our roster or anything. So, ten out of ten, he's make, he's making the team unless he's really bad. So, Chris Stoll, congratulations on your new uh, Seattle you know, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, hope you take take on the mantle of wearing sixty nine while being the long snapper, just like the last guy. Uh, ten out of ten, Chris Stoll. You guys got any con- Stoll comments? Uh, nine out of ten. Somebody else might cut their long snapper, and we like them more. So, not guaranteed, <laughs> but next to guaranteed. This guy's gonna yeah, live like... up to his A plus rating. We gave him ten out of ten. All right, Chris Smith, running back of Louisiana. Uh, okay, I'm gonna give this one to you, Kevin, because I do think that it's interest. It's an interesting case of like a guy that really blew his pro day, right? Like, just didn't do do a great job with his athletic testing. I was kind of surprised that uh, his uh, 40 yard dash number was better than his like uh, lateral mobility numbers, because I saw a guy who doesn't have a third gear. So he's not like a breakaway runner, but he doesn't seem to have to gear down to change directions. Um, And then I look at his three cone and shuttle time and he looks like he moves like an aircraft carrier. So I cannot rectify his athletic testing with his tape. I agree. There are straight up like players on this list. I would much would think would be much slower on their, on their three cone and shuttle. And I just wrote terrible athletic testing that doesn't match the tape. Like on the tape, he's a home run hitter. He's a good runner. He really like moves in space and can really get out there. I think that Chris Smith could be like the surprise of rookie camp. Just really like puts together a really nice rookie camp and is interesting. I, that said, you know, the athletic system is is bad, and maybe that's just what what ends up kind of making him uh, an almost an NFL player as opposed to an NFL player. Interesting player. We do have room in the running back room. I'm going to give him a good old 3 out of 10, though. I just think it's it's not quite likely. Eric, what do you think? Uh, I think that he is destined for the practice squad. A 10 out of 10 for the practice squad. Uh, <laughs> Zero out of 1, one out, out of 10. 1 out of 10, otherwise. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going two out of ten for making the team, just because I actually think mm-hmm. we had some better running back prospects on our practice squad last year that I think would make the jump before he would. All right, Matt Landers from Arkansas, a, a, <laughs> a size speed guy, 76 inches tall, 200 pounds, 4.37 40, uh, a little slower on the shuttle and three cone. Um, my Matt Landers thing is he's he's not as physical as you think he would be given his size. Um, he's really sloppy route runner just does not, it does not play the position with like with that technician's mindset. Um, he does run fast in a straight line though. I got to give that to him. Um, this is the new jazz Ferguson guys, (laughs) um, uh, third string wide receiver that gets everyone excited only to get cut one out of 10 for Matt Landers for me, Kevin. Uh, so he's been four years at Georgia transferred to Toledo to get playing time and then transferred to Arkansas. He's gonna be like 24 in his rookie year. Um, he, uh, the reason he washed out of Georgia, according to reports was because he was just used to being like the dude and he couldn't handle that. Other people were better than him when he got there. So got a little humble pie. Um, you said his size, no, 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 his height. He does not have size. Uh, like, uh, uh, Trey Brown would dominate this young man. Um, despite giving up like half a foot to him because he would just bump him off of everything. Uh, yeah, he's going to run some go routes in the preseason and make everyone think that he's good. Um, and then you'll realize he's, so he comes out of the Kendall Bryles offense, um, at Arkansas last year. And who's the guy who washed out of the jets that we liked that was out of Baylor, that wide receiver. Um, is, uh, uh, Mims. Yeah. Denzel Mims. Uh, Denzel Mims. Uh, and Denzel Mims was a better version of this player and he couldn't make it because it turns out you have to be able to do more than running a straight line. It's it's hard. Running a straight line is a great skill, but you got to add something else to it to make it in the NFL. Is it all one? Is it one out of tens around the board? Uh, two out of ten. Maybe we need a go ball guy. This guy is the second coming of Kevin Norwood. 
if you remember him. <laughs> That's what I got from from reading wow, up on him nice. and watching the tape. And I thought you might appreciate that old name. So, um, yeah, that's a that's a one out of ten. What was the guy? Uh, Kent uh, out of uh, Oregon. Yeah, Jordan Kent. Jordan, Jordan Kent. Kent. Ooh, yeah, we got another Jordan, Jordan Kent on Kent. our hands. <laughs> Jordan Kent was actually probably better than Matt. After Landers. three anyway. years on the practice squad, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Sunderland, linebacker, safety out of Penn State. Uh, he's a shade under six foot, two hundred and two pounds. Um, he's he killed like the pro day process in a way that I think people didn't expect because he is a tweener who doesn't really have a position. And they're like, does this guy have good, good uh, mobility? Does he have good strength? And he did good on solid across the board and everything. He didn't have like a clear weakness. He's a little slow on his 40, but yeah, he's a versatile athlete. This is a flexible potential backup and plus special teamer, an interesting prospect. I don't think he's, he quite has the juice to make it right away, but definitely someone who lands on your practice squad and you can try to develop. I'm going to say a three out of 10 for, for this year, but, but someone to keep your eye on is like, maybe this guy could be the future. Uh, I don't know. Who's a guy who we use like future special team coach of the Eagles, because this is Chris Maragos. Oh, it is Chris really? Maragos. Yes, exactly. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Chris Maragos. He's a future Chris Maragos. He's it's just going to take him time to to build up. But he's he was a really good special teamer in college, at, at least according to like the coaches and stuff. And he could so. become a backup box safety. I maybe nickel safety a little bit, but like mostly just box safety. So he's like your fifth safety and special teams ace. Yeah. Linebacker safety with no true position and a uh, little undersized. Sounds like a Seahawk to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with a three out of ten. That's the problem. If this guy had gained like thirty pounds and just had all these same athletic testing numbers, this guy would have been drafted. Probably. He's just he's small for for like a guy who wants to live in the box like that. Uh, all right, Kevin, you got to take it away for this one. Robert Cooper. This is uh, a guy who has a, a a great path and also just a very interesting prospect. What do you think? Uh, country strong comes to mind. Um, like when you watch like the strongman competitions and there's the dude who like has the beer belly and then he just picks up like, you know, a hundred pound keg and throws it over a 20 foot wall. And you're like, oh, oh, this is Robert Cooper. If he wasn't a defensive tackle at Florida State University, Understood. Robert Cooper can do that. He can do the Atlas Stones. That's what you're saying. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> um, uh, I, I looked at this guy's tape and I was like, Eric will like this guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, if he uh, he could put on like 15 pounds of good weight. And uh, what was the best thing about Monet for the first couple of years? Um, his his movement, like he we paid him move. dirt. Oh yeah, yeah okay. We he paid him like literal cheap. dirt to do like twenty to twenty five solid snaps, occupying the middle of the field. This guy has that skill set. Yeah, he has great functional strength. He can really move and mess up the run plays. I, there is not a pass rush move in his arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> this guy this guy on passing plays is just a zero he's a zero on, on passing plays he just stands there and like fills the space and it's like yeah that that's what you do on the run plays dude this is a i mean but he's gonna play one tech for us or or maybe even zero if he can get a little heavier so i mean this, i don't know there's a pretty clear path to the roster and the tape shows really good functional strength he didn't do any physical testing because of injuries so the the question is like is he is he healthy is he ready to go is he ready to rock that that's kind of the questions with Robert Cooper, um, and our roster is set up for him to come in and play. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm saying seven out of ten if he's healthy. Eric, what'd you see Robert Cooper? This is the kind of guy you like. Yeah, so I'd love that Kevin said that I liked him because when I watched tape and I read up on him, you guys know I don't watch a lot of college games, so when it comes to drafting and UDFA's, I just read up and watch the tape, uh, unless it's a guy from Northwood. And yeah, this guy, I, <laughs> I, I think that it's um. I think it's a clear path. I'm going to go eight out of 10 and uh, I see a lot of hands on the hips in his first year. You know, if they, if, if they're not careful, <laughs> but it, being from Florida state and his measurables right now, I don't think you could put him on the practice squad. I think he would be yanked up by somebody. Yeah, Getting they, the they, Chris Carson commemorative gas, gas mask um, on the sideline. <laughs> Robert, Robert Cooper's the kind of player who fills a role and it's a role that not a lot of teams in the NFL need or want. Like you'd want a guy who's more versatile. You want a guy who like you put out there at one tick and if they do throw, he could possibly get a sack what, where we kind of need to just not get killed on certain run plays. And we need a guy we can just throw out there who like, Hey, this guy can two gap and is really strong. And like, that's, 
Robert Cooper can two gap and is really strong. So it's, it sucks. Like I don't really, I'd rather we had a guy who, who was more versatile than that, but just sometimes on four, on third and one, you need to throw a guy out there who can fill some space and this guy will do it. He and he'll be good at it. So yeah, Robert Cooper for me, eight out of 10. I think he's, I think he's got a good path to the team. As long as he's not a bum, he should make it Uh Ty Okada. Woo. Safety Montana state. This is the most, these pro day stats are insane. Uh, he's a safety. He's at 193, uh, just shade under six feet. He did a 40.5 inch vert, 129 inch broad jump, 6.85 second three cone, and a 3.95 second short shuttle, which would have been first among safeties if he was invited into the combine. Just an ins- so this guy is the max. This I wrote down maximum peak guy because he had an insane pro day. He was a self recruited walk on. He was, he's an awesome interview. I watched like a 20 minute interview of him just talking to people. This guy is really well-spoken an awesome interview. This guy's maximum Pete. The question is like, can he play football good enough to make it? It's not, is he a good enough athlete? He is. It's not, as he have the right attitude? He does. It's the question is like, can he improve his football skills to the point where he is an NFL football player? And that's, I think a, a big question. I going to say four out of 10 for me. What do you guys think about Ty O'Connor? And then also, it's hard to find Montana much Montana State taped. I mean, you could find it, but it's full games. And I, so I only ended up watching him one game <laughs> that he played in. Uh, so, yeah, Ty Okada, though. I, I'm into it. Four out of ten, though. It's probably uh, practice squad. I like the guys we got from the state of Montana. Um, and this being the first one, I, I just feel a need to mention that I think all of them uh, are NFL-level like athletes in, in, in at least some ways. Um, I think Okada, as a developmental safety on the practice squad, I think that's a, a role that you're really likely to be able to keep him at because his productivity was kind of middling. Uh, yeah, I, I think 6 out of 10, if he shows that he can fill a role as a backup safety, which he has the athletic testing that tells you he should be have the range to play single or too high, and that's a role we need. Eric, do you think, do you think that Okada had a little hammer next to his name? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think that's a that's a good wishful thinking. I didn't watch anything on Ty Okada. I just read about him. Uh, this guy does look like the Chargers would name him team captain, though. Whatever, <laughs> whatever that means. Uh, that's what I think. And I don't uh, I don't know. He's got a he's got a long way to get to that the means roster. he's going to get injured. No, because <laughs> I know one thing about dirty pool, Kevin, dirty pool. Um, yeah, a uh, practice squad guy, hundred percent. This guy's a uh, two out of ten. If a franchise right. was Ivan, <laughs> I think that's the kind of guy they want. This is the kind of guy they want to keep around, though. The Tayo Kadas of the world, the guys who can hold their own as athletes and are outstanding football character guys. Like this is just like a guy you keep around on the practice squad. But yeah, the the, the full roster might be a bit of a stretch. All right, Eric, this is the one. I knew this name would stand out too, so I was like, I'm gonna make sure Eric gets to start us off on this one, Jake. Bobo, that was uh, this is the guy I watched. UCLA. I watched tape of him first because of his name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put quote in quotes here. Wide receiver. I do not think this guy's gonna end up playing wide receiver. He ran a five second forty. But what do you think about Jake Bobo when you threw on the tape? Uh big guy, um, big enough guy, I should say. Uh, UCLA isn't really known for having, like, I don't know, big guys on their roster. At least for me, I always see them whenever they play, like. Even in basketball, they're just like smaller statured guy, statured guys. Um, I think this is a guy who could sneak under the radar as a tight end. I don't know if he's good enough to play tight end in the NFL this year, and for that reason, I would say if you notice, I'm I'm kind of picking my my uh, practice squad guys, and I have this guy circled for like top of the practice squad. You know, I, high character guy, son of a coach, real lunch pail kid. Uh, this is Mike Bobo's kid. The former yeah. Georgia offensive coordinator. <laughs> so I just it's I just a, had to put that out there. It's a That's it's fair. a fo- it's a foot. He's a football guy for sure. I Jake Bobo has got maximum football guy energy related to Bo a Bobo. His athletic <laughs> testing you, sucks. Kevin. He needs to he needs to gain weight or or. Uh, or get athletic, or, do, <laughs> yeah, that's, or get faster. It's gotta. Like, it's I like, don't think you can get faster. I think he's just gotta kind of mold himself into the tight end. Yeah, he's like he's if Will Jordan Humphrey was less athletic. He, he got he. And the thing is, comp- comparing him directly to Griffin Hebert, it's like, dang, this guy is thirty three pounds heavier, runs half a second faster in the forty, and has better agilities. Like, how does this guy? How does this guy beat Griffin Hebert in like a one on one competition? Unless he is just like 
football god. But you know, one thing too is Bobo caught a lot of touchdowns. He's like he's got nice hands. He's got nice hands. Uh, I think Bobo is an interesting long-term tight end conversion project that Eric, Eric, you're right. He's, he's a guy you stash on the practice squad, good attitude. You convert him to tight end and you hope that two years from now it pays dividends. And if it doesn't, guess what? Well, he made $300,000 and was on our practice squad for two years. Good for him. That's, that's the end of the line. Uh, do you have any other Bobo thoughts, Kevin? I think he's a guy that you stash on the Seattle Sea Dragons and I... <laughs> come take a look at in a couple of years i uh, i wouldn't be surprised with them coming from a coaching family that this is like to a certain level just doing a guy a solid okay get him a little bit of tape to be able to get on like a usfl squad if uh this yeah, next good one luck. nice good luck nathan good luck with this one if he my defensive tackle rutgers uh this guy is an edge setter that's that's what I wrote down. I, I do think we're bringing him in if we're going to do some of those five guy fronts to play like the in one of the inside DE roles. Uh, that's kind of where we see him. He's not a sudden athlete, but he has good balance and he sets the edge. He's he's just not sudden enough to create any kind of consistent pass rush or uh, big enough to two gap. I agree. Like he's yes. kind of a tweener on that. He's like it's a three like, four down lineman. He's like if Mike Morris, but the tape gave you depression instead of getting you excited. I'm, yeah, I'm Rutgers gonna, tape will do that. So more like Mo Morris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a one, a one out of ten here. But I, I do think it's, there's interest there in kind of hit what the role he fills is. If Mike, if Mike Morris gets goes on the IR the first day of training camp, maybe he can make it or something. I don't know. Uh, what, what do you guys think? Any, any, anything other than one out of ten here? One out of ten for me. This guy, I just thought he just looked like a body out there. Same one out of ten. Uh, MJ Anderson, Edge, Iowa State. Uh, Kevin, you wrote this this write up. Uh, for me, this guy, for me, uh, he's he's kind of a, a tweener, right? He's he's between the it's the like Mike why Mike Morris got drafted in the fifth round thing. This guy was a UDFA because he was too light to be a true like down light defensive end, and he's too a little bigger than your speed rusher types. Uh, so the question becomes: Can MJ Anderson put on a little weight? Right? Can he put on a little weight and keep the quickness, or can he thin out and just? improve his athleticism slow 42 i was like kind of surprised how slow the 40 was especially considering like what the tape looks like i was like dang this is way slower than i expected but the shuttle isn't bad the three cone is is, uh, is, is let's not let's not talk about the three cone. it's really bad yeah uh, it's it's interesting there's just it's just a it's a weird like thing here where like this guy just needs to get up to 295 if he wants to stick right yeah he, he if he's playing in the nfl he's gonna play at above 280 pounds in the nfl like I just I just don't see him with a role at his current size. So, but with that being said, with him not blowing out athletic testing, he's a guy you could definitely stash. I think he's just a practice squad stab. Um, he's a good football guy. He was talked about as a draftable prospect in the fifth or sixth round. There's things people like about him. He does have a pass rush move set. Um, he just like he played at Minnesota and Iowa State, which are both solid programs, and he doesn't look like he's been coached up. So I think you have to see is he a guy who didn't get the coaching he needed or a guy who doesn't take coaching as well as he needs to yeah and like does can being in an nfl weight room get him to where he needs to be with his with his body as well uh any, anything other than a one out of ten for mj anderson or are we all in agreement there uh i think i actually have this guy as my dark horse um if he has Ooh. like a stellar preseason like this is a guy who if he just takes like a quarter turn maybe he impresses as of right now i'd put him as a three out of ten just for that for that yeah. dark horse possibility. Yeah, Eric's yeah, right. He hasn't played very much football. That that you can sometimes surprise off that. And then another thing too is that he has actual pass rush ability. I it's just he, like I said, the tweener size is just weird. It, he needs to go up or down. Okay, Kendall Randolph, offensive guard, Alabama. Best thing about Kendall Randolph, he played offensive guard, offensive tackle, and tight end. Worst thing about Kendall Randolph basically everything else this guy turns like a battleship uh he's not super strong he's not super big um he's just he's sure he's ver scheme he's versatile uh he hurt his hamstring right before his pro day so maybe that's why these testing numbers are so bad uh but that affected the testing numbers i also think it came in a little underweight because he couldn't quite um keep I the just, exercise routine that he would normally We'll see he, if he impresses the camp. I mean, there's definitely a role on this team for a versatile offensive lineman, but he's got to be got beat out Jake Curran. And I just don't think that that's going to be very easy for him. I have I'm one thing I want you to think about. Okay. We had Jake, a Jake tackle. <laughs> we had a tackle named Fant. 
who he lined up at tight end. He left and we got a tight end named Fant. The NFL had a tight end starting named Rudolph. Ooh. This is Randolph. This is Randolph. That's really close, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, all right, what enough. out of ten? <laughs> yeah, I just don't, like I said. There's there's a chance I'm gonna go higher than that. I'm gonna go two out of ten. But I, I apologize for that joke. Scheme, ver- <laughs> scheme versatile, maybe. Uh, there's there is a path. I just he needs to impress in camp in a way that I don't expect. Conversely, Kevin, there was a catcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates named Jason Kendall, and he also didn't play football. And I have this guy at a one out of ten. <laughs> Michael Ayers, Ashland. Hope you're able to dig up some Ashland tape, boys. Um, here's what I wrote down. Uh, good. Go. He goes by Mikey. Oh, um, he was that's the team good. cap. He was the team captain at Ashland. Uh, this he, guy had a I, hammer. I, I saw him play. He was decent in coverage, uh, but he's small, really small, and he plays physical, like in a small guy way, which and which sometimes hurts him. He gets washed out. Um, decent, decent athletic testing across the board. I don't know. I don't see it though. He's too, he's too small. <laughs> Michael, Michael Ayers, two out of 10. Uh, he's another guy, kind of tweener, safety linebacker, uh, special teams guy. Um, uh, I really wish that he would make the team so we could do a bunch of Mikey likes it jokes, but, uh, I, I really think it's about like a two out of 10. I agree. Uh, yeah, I think his measurables are pretty cool. You could find tape on this guy, which is kind of fun. Uh, yeah, you can actually find Ashland with the with the with the name Mikey though. From the intro it, guys, Northwood. we already have a guy wearing a backwards hat doing this um, <laughs> with his arms crossed. So yeah, I, I have this guy probably a one out of ten. Uh, Lance Boykin, uh, Lance Boykin, he's he's got good size for a cornerback. Uh, he's got good length, but like he can only really do one thing, which is like try to put the guy down in the line of scrimmage. And if he doesn't, he's probably getting beat deep. 4.740 is so slow for, a, for an NFL cornerback. So congratulations, Lance. Uh, I hope you have fun in training camp. One out of 10. Uh, my, really glad my... to looking forward to seeing you line up across from Lance Stevens on the Seattle sea dragons next year. Good job. Uh, Lance Boykin. He, I mean, he's physical though. This guy is physical. So there's that. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it either. I just the speed isn't there. One out of ten. Hammer though, hammer guys. Hammer, yeah. hammer <laughs> enough. I think it's like the a little hammers in the house. Like a ball peen hammer. Like hammer, Pete. hammer. Pete has like the big hammer, and then he has this little one. Baby hammer. <laughs> Baby hammer. Uh, James. I mean, this guy's big hammer though. He's seven sixty six foot two, two hundred at corner. That's pretty sizable. Okay, uh, James Campbell, Montana State, Kevin. Uh, this is one of your one of your favorites, the the uh, Montana guys. I know you love them. What do you think? Uh, I mean, great athletic testing. Four four forty, sub one six on the ten yard split, which is kind of nice. Uh, Fourteen reps for a hundred eighty three pound defensive back is pretty good, um, and his change of direction numbers uh, look good on tape. He's still kind of raw in coverage, um, but he tested really well. Uh, He was productive, like his ball skills were good. And he's a wide receiver to cornerback conversion, which is always appealing. And he does explain explain why he's kind of still learning the cornerback position for sure. Yeah, exactly. It's he's he's a good he's the kind of project that you like seeing. Um, I think that. He could stick around as the last guy on if his special teams are good enough or a really solid developmental practice squad guy. Mm, okay. Uh, Eric, Jenny. Uh, everything Kevin uh, said Campbell. is three out of 10. Yeah. Everything Kevin said is perfect. I also have a three out of 10. I mean, X wide receiver moved to cornerback. This guy's probably starting in a couple of years. I, I think three out of 10. He's a little smaller than I think the Seahawks would like but has checks a lot of the other boxes. Jordan Ferguson, defensive end, Middle Tennessee State, right? Isn't it Middle Tennessee yep. State? I just wrote Middle Tennessee. Uh, this guy had really good college production, uh, but he lacks the prototypical size for any NFL position, much like a player we talked about earlier. He is 269-pound defensive end. His athleticism testing is not out of bounds on any of these measures. None of them are good. Like yeah, this all, guy's like we. Average oh, below average. we're gonna sign MJ Anderson. Oh, this guy's like MJ Anderson's twin. Let's get two of them. Maybe one of them will work out. If our MJ Anderson doesn't work out, we have a backup MJ Anderson that might work out. Thing about Ferguson is he did actually produce a lot in yeah. college, so it is it is interesting from that from that perspective. But that just doesn't look like an NFL NFL athlete based on the testing numbers and honestly the tape. So I'm um, yeah, 
I think one out of ten for Ferguson. It's yeah. tough between him and uh, Mikey Anderson. It's uh, it's going. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Mikey Ayers. Andrew. Anderson. Uh, it's oh, Mikey. There, there's only there can only be one, and it's probably not going to be either one of them. Uh, Jonah Tavai, defensive tackle, San Diego. Um, this guy is just small for a DT, but the production's good. He tries really hard. He he is like really good interior pass rusher. In the run game, he can get washed, and it's because of his size. So I think they're they're thinking here is get him in here, see what he has, and if he has something you think you can develop, try to get some good weight on him and see if you could turn him into a dude. Because if he can get to 300 pounds and still be the same player, he's an NFL player. He's 100% NFL player. Uh, would you like uh, – I have a comp I think you like. Okay, go for it. Uh, Jonah Tavias, Kalaja Kansi at home. Okay. Mm. Yeah, he is. He's 100%. He's <laughs> wish.com, wish.com, Kalaja Kansi. Yeah, yeah. Store yeah. brand Kalaja Kansi. Yeah. Because he, his athletic testing is worse. Yeah. <laughs> Significantly worse. His athletic testing was not great. I, I think But that's his production played, was that's, excellent. That's what played him out of the draft is that yes. he – if he would have, if he would have had like a really good pro day, I think he would have gone in round five or six because the production and tape are pretty solid actually, but it's just just didn't make quite get there as an athlete. Um, we have Draymond Jones. This is like this is like um, worse than store brand Draymond Jones. This is like the Monarch vodka of, of Draymond Jones. <laughs> Rude. Um, so, so, I don't think if Jonah makes it, there was a lot of injuries. I'm gonna go with one out of ten. Uh, I actually have Jonas Avaya at a 6 out of 10. Um, people are kind of circling this guy. This kid is like someone who might make the roster. I don't think that's likely. I think that he can slip onto the practice squad, but he's one of those guys that out of nowhere, I feel like you could just see go like, oh, wow, this, this guy can actually rotate in. And a couple of young guys at that position is probably what we're going to need unless we're going to cut a couple people. So, yeah, I have him 6 out of 10. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I'm going a uh, uh, three out of ten. Um, if he splash plays enough, I think that he'll be able to stick on in um, Miles Adams' spot. But that's about his only chance. Okay, he is a legitimate interior pass rusher. There is something to that. Uh, Lamont Bishop, linebacker, Oklahoma State. Kevin, I'm gonna let you cover uh, Lamont here, but he, it's it, this is a weird one for sure. Uh, so he was a uh, community college linebacker, tore his ACL in 2020. Um, 2021 was what it was, and he wanted that extra year of eligibility and didn't get it. So uh, he was trying to go back to Oklahoma State, which means he knows he needs to develop. So maybe he sticks on the practice squad, but I just don't think he's enough of an athlete to stick in the NFL right now. He's another kind of like he, he's he's linebacker size, but just not quite an NFL athlete. Yeah, he he needs to either keep this athleticism and get bigger or yeah, it's it's like this with a lot of these guys. They're just like they're close. They're close. There's just like this guy if he was the same athlete he is now but 240 or 245 instead of 235, maybe we'd think about him in that as the middle linebacker as the Radigan. Yeah. All right, Patrick O'Connell, Montana, Kevin. What do you think? Uh, elite production, um, 22 sacks, uh, really good at pass rushing from the middle linebacker position. Um, it does have NFL level athleticism, uh, sub seven, three cone, uh, four, two, eight, uh, shuttle, um, his long speed, his 40 yard dash time was four, six, nine, which is, uh, less than ideal, but for a smaller linebacker, um, I think that his read and react ability shows really well. I think this is a guy who could end up being a backup linebacker on our team. I'm going to put it at six or seven out of 10, seven out of 10. Yeah. I think he has a really good, decent chance of breaking through. I just don't know. I don't know. I think there's too many guys between him and the, and the actual roster. Does that make sense? Like the position that he's going to play. It's just like, there's so many, we have so many good players right now in that position. That's like the one position I feel confident about is the inside linebacker, outside linebacker. Do you think this guy plays inside linebacker at this size at two twenty seven? Yep. I think he might. Um, I think he could. That that's that's I don't know. I'm I I'm with uh, I'm going to split the difference here because I think for me, it's a four to ten on this guy only because I he kind of has like Cody Barton, Ben Burkirvan written on him, which means someone I'm like, ooh. But then when you actually apply him to the NFL level, you're like, ooh. 
<laughs> I think I think if you like look at the guys that we we bring in to play that position, the inside linebacker position, he he is uh, like way smaller. Like two, our middle linebackers, we want them to be like two forty, which makes me think if they see him in that role, it's a it's a long term project, not a short term one. So I will go with uh, two out of ten, three out of ten. I don't know, not this year, but maybe next year. Practice squad interest guy for sure. Uh, Christian Young. Uh, same thing. Like this, this guy is a linebacker, linebacker size, box safety. Yeah, he's a linebacker size safety, but needs to get bigger if he wants to play middle linebacker for us. Maybe we see him as like a potential uh, Jamal Adams type, but I don't know. Christian Young, I, I was not super into it. Uh, based on his tape, I feel like he's more of a Lano Hill. If I was mm. between Lamont Bishop or Patrick O'Connell, I mean, and Christian Young, I'd pick Patrick O'Connell. So mm-hmm. I got to go like one out of 10 here. Because And they feel very similar to me in terms of like where they're at and what they're going to be asked to do. Arizona yeah, played uh, played better talent. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not so into Christian Young either. One out of 10. Arquan Bush, which is like a slot cornerback from Cincinnati. I think that's just, it's just because maybe Kobe likes him or something. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Looking oh, at he had really good athletic test- testing. Uh, except for his three cone. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, except for his three cone is really slow, and his his size is just hit twenty nine point eight seven five inch arms. That's or that's like so short for Seahawks. Uh, I think they're bringing him in as a developmental safety uh, okay. instead of playing safety, corner. Safety he's conversion. he's got good ball skills. He played mostly inside, though he does have inside outside versatility, which is nice for a backup. Um, he doesn't have length, but I think he could add some like positive size. Uh, if they're asking him to kind of get a little bigger to be a safety. And if he can keep his movement skills at, you know, 205 pounds, uh, then I think he becomes an interesting too high in box safety guy and special teamer. Yeah. Um, okay. Then we got uh, Mo. Or wait, sorry, or sorry we should, we, we, I kind of stopped rating these guys because oh, these last um, guys are all like. Well, yeah, they're all like one out of these, They're all one. These last two are like the same guy to me. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, Mo Osling is uh, old. Yeah. Do you want the same guy but bigger? Uh, he's a little slower and a little bigger. Except three times better. I was gonna say I do older. want the same guy but bigger, but I don't want him slower Did and you... I don't want him older, Kevin. <laughs> I read an article that I thought was really interesting, which is that that the highest the, the 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 athletic testing thing with the highest correlation to NFL success is age. <laughs> younger younger prospects have a better chance of. NFL success than older ones. There's like definitely that. a survivorship bias there, though. If you're uh, if you're younger than if you're if you're coming out younger, that's because you've been given a first three rounds grade. <laughs> sure, but I'm just saying like that. It just is interesting. Like, just take young prospects might not be like the worst strategy. Okay, now we're all gonna pick two guys because I think about two guys. These make it. You can't pick Crystal because <laughs> obviously we'd all, we'd we'd all pick we'd all pick Crystal. Pick two guys. These are your guys. These are your guys that you think are going to make the roster or have a good shot to make the roster. All right, starting with Eric. Eric, who are your two guys? Oh, geez, my two guys. Um, geez, you're 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 getting here. Um, okay, I'll I'll, I'll give you time to think. I'll go first. Uh, Griffin Hebert, uh, the tight end from Louisiana Tech, I think looks looks really nice to me in terms of athletic testing and just playing. And I'm going to go obviously. Robert Cooper is like another obvious uh, path to the roster guy. And then if I had maybe pick two more, I'd go Ty. Uh, like, oh, I'll, you know, I don't, you well, guys can the same guys as me. Yeah. I feel like there's three really obvious guys. Um, and so the third guy is Ty John Lindsay, I yeah. think has a really good path to the roster. Um, and just to be a little bit different, uh, I'll go with, <laughs> I'll go with, uh, I, Stop doing no, that. I'll, That's I'll really give you Robert, I'll, I'll give you Ro- I'll give you Robert Cooper. You can have him. I'll take Ty Okada. <laughs> okay. Well, I, think... I was gonna take a. Uh, I was gonna take one of my Montana kids. So I was gonna say uh, James Campbell. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, Ty Okada just seems like a Pete Carroll guy to me. Like just the ultimate Pete Carroll dude. <laughs> such a good athlete too. All right, Eric. What do you got? Uh, uh, I really, of course, um, like my Florida guy because. Uh, Robert Cooper, I just feel like he's a lock for the roster. Uh, if I got to pick someone different, I'll go MJ Anderson. I I, I slotted him in. I wrote him down. Uh, he's probably the one that I'm circling. And we'll be cut first because I circled him. 
well, I, one thing I like is that MJ Anderson is probably like one of the better tapes like of these guys, yes. but like one of his athletic testing yeah. just ruins it. All right. There are many ways to support the Seahawks Nest podcast. The best way to do so. Head over to patreon.com slash Seahawks Nest and for as little as a dollar twenty fourth, join the Patreon. Be like Josh, our new patron. Join the join the conversation on Discord. Uh thank you to su- thank you to all supporters, new and old. Oh wait, I clicked the wrong button. Now now I can't see the now it'll take four patrons. hours because no the- Emmanuel, Andy, Brett, Cooper, do it all for the Tucci, Evan Flocktimus, Gavin, Greta, James, Joe, Joshua, Lucas, Malcolm, Micah, Rad Dad, Nikki C, Ryan, Timothy, Tom, Astro, Blake, Bob, Casey, Daniel, Dave, Foles, David, Foles, Jay, Luke, Michelle, Mike, Mike, Richard, Thomas, Worrell, Brandon, and Nick. Okay. Eric yeah. had a suggestion today. He he wants us to go over and talk about the AI um mascots yeah artificial intelligence generated mascots so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna give one sentence thought for each and then uh rank them on an a to f scale you guys good with that yes yep okay so um this is not this is in the order that someone else put them best to worst but obviously it's not gonna match which ones we think are the best so the first one on this list is bangles um bangles looks like uh, crappy knockoff Garfield. Uh, uh, yeah. So you know what it is, Eric? What's crappy knockoff Garfield? Uh, that he's not bitching about Mondays and eating lasagna. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, you and me. Oh, <laughs> this dude looks like Heathcliff because he's kind of angry. Yeah, he does. Uh, this is <laughs> this is like a Heathcliff. plus plus. Uh, uh, this is this is like a C. It's not good. This is the but... best. Uh, but it not is my favorite. Weird. I don't think it's the best. I'm gonna I'm just giving him a B. It's. He he looks like he could do the job just fine. Y'all need to let more Heathcliff in your hearts. Yeah, there's something about him that is just unsettling. Anyway, uh, Browns is next. Um, the Browns, oh the greatest the Browns. mascot on the history of the planet. I am in love with this mascot. It's clearly that they juxtapose the colors because that it looks like he has a mustache, but it's colored peach. Uh, it's like reverse cross eye. Oh my god! His mouth, his mouth looks like his mouth looks like a butt, like, <laughs> and his eyes look like fried eggs. And they gave him ice spices hair. Um, so <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with a solid B minus. It's not horrible, but it's not good. This is not good. Put him on the, the side the of fried, the helmet. The, a plus. The fried the fried egg eyes are are not great. F minus minus. What? Oh no! This is the worst. Oh my! It gosh. looks like Mr. Potato Head fell in a bucket of Mr. Potato Head parts and makeup. And then he ran All out right. and did the job so well. Next one is Dirties. Uh, the best part of this is the shirt. I know. Raw, I yeah, I know. raw red S. Because the A I don't know doesn't what... understand the name, so it just kind of makes doesn't its own. Doesn't understand words. Yes. Uh, I actually love this one. I think it's really good. It looks like a cool mascot. It's kind of it's kind of fun. It's spooky, but fun. it looks like what's his name from Undertale. It toes the line like that, like those good kids mo- kids movies, like Nightmare Before Christmas, does, <laughs> yes. where it can still be a little spooky but still good. I like this one. A. This looks like a super fan in the stands, and I'll give him a B plus. <laughs> yes. uh, a plus is right there with Heathcliff. Okay, uh, the Bears. <laughs> okay, the thing is, is that default teddy bear. <laughs> it's like a default teddy bear, but look at the mouth. It is both a closed mouth and an open mouth at the same time. Oh, God. I hate it. Wait, wait. Like, what if it's that. one of those little mustaches? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's That is the closed mouth, and then there's the open mouth underneath it. I don't I'm like going to choose that he has a little French mustache, and that makes me like him more. Uh, D for me. Uh, yeah, I'll just... It looks like he's amazed if they won, and he can't believe they lost. It's a C for me. This guy's a freak. That's standard Chicago fan. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's right there in the middle. For sure. I'm going to go B for Bear. Okay, Buccaneers. Um, oh God. I don't. I don't really understand what this has to do with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but like, it's not a horrible mascot. Um, I feel like pirates are always disfigured if you look at history, and so they kind of nailed that. But he also looks like he's from space. Uh, yes, that is the thing. He yeah. looks like he's from space. This is like a it's a, a mascot of a Star Wars background character. I'm gonna give him a D. This is the this is the grunt from an upcoming space themed MOBA. This is this yeah. is the new Doom guy you're gonna blow in half. Uh, C plus Monsters Inc. leaked into the Buccaneers. Uh, Cowboys. It looks like a cowboy oh that has special needs. <laughs> this, this should be this should be disqualified because they just took a picture of the actual Cowboys mascot. 
This this <laughs> cow this cowboy seriously looks so derpy. I don't understand. Why. Well, they took like, the eyes are the way the eyes are. It's like the eyes like are a, off. Shawn Michaels. They took the chaps and made it a cape. <laughs> and then I don't understand what's up with like the little pieces of paper, or, like the bib that's coming down on the uh like the epaulette section. Uh, you know it what makes this, the cowboy you makes know the cowboys like, look stupid. That's why I'm this giving her an A plus. Like, I was about to say, this is an A-plus, because it looks like every conversation I've had with a Cowboys fan. <laughs> uh, uh, could you just imagine this guy going, uh, how about them boys? Yeah. yeah. Hey. This guy right. looks like, this the guy looks like what happens when you listen to too much Troy Aikman. Uh, gi- uh, Giants. <laughs> I think the it's news. so stupid, and it's not a giant, it's like an ogre. Yes, it's, it's absurd. It's Fraggle Rock. I think they failed F. I like that it has a name though. It's named Newt. So I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a nice uh C minus for that. Kevin. This is a D, but it's a delightful D. Oh no. Kevin 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 got got destroyed. The mascot's e. broken. All right, uh let's go to Patriots. It looks like stupid it. It's like the so- Noid. It looks like the Noid from the old Domino's commercials, <laughs> but reversed. Like the Flash has the reverse Flash villain. This is the reverse Noid. And because I hate the Patriots, I'm giving it an A. Titans. Do you remember when you saw this guy on Power Rangers, Eric? This, F minus. It's absolutely a Power Rangers guy. And what's up with the two faces? <laughs> and it has two T's? I'm going to give it a B. Uh, I hate it. It, this, it does look like I like just the Titans one. Looks, Kevin, you're back. We're on Titans now, Kevin. Uh, you're, do, you want, do you have anything to say about Newt or the Patriots mascot? No, oh, he's gone again. Okay. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. I. Uh, it's wearing a diaper. A plus. I a plus. Yeah, I would. I would like the Niners a little bit if this guy was their mascot. The 49ers guy is just. It's perfect because the 49ers fans are babies, and the 49ers are babies, and this guy is wearing a diaper. <laughs> that that's so. that's very accurate. I'm really sad that I missed the Titans guy with two faces. Um, but uh, oh, go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead. Give yeah, give us that one. your Titans. Two face Titan guy. Uh, a plus. Okay, I'm gonna link to the I'm gonna link to the Twitter thread so we can hit the ones we missed. Uh, here we go. Uh, Buffalo Bills. It's standing on all fours. F minus. That is like that's something out of a horror movie. That's the most nightmarish one there is, I think. And I'm I'm disqualified. It's it's so scary looking. Yeah. Why, why the front why legs are like it's like a skinwalker. I don't like it. Get it out of here. Not next. Oh, man. Uh, terrible it's terrible kevin did you like the bills one uh oh, you just... b for intimidation factor uh okay the <laughs> the dolphins one uh this looks like something that you would like I, people would say is sex just sex qualified like it's the same thing i swear it's like they slightly changed the current mascot get him out you know you know that if if this actually existed people would draw hentai of it that that's, is that is true what... <laughs> That's why you can't. This can't exist. This cannot exist. It's horrible. I don't like it at all. Oh my uh, gosh. F. Sorry, F-. that Bills one's still haunting me in my sleep. Um, F for the Dolphins one, just because. Yeah, people would definitely draw, make like weird fanfics involving it and Pokemon. I'm not. Uh, I'm not master, happy about that. Master Teeter from the Jets or whatever it says oh, on his God. helmet. Um, he looks constipated. Yeah, Accurate. I don't. Uh, I don't know what they were trying to do here. Uh, I don't. I don't like it. I'm giving. I'm going. I'm going D on it. Master it. Jetson, uh, D. On um, the Ra- the Ravens one, it's just it, it's a Raven B. <laughs> there's it's not very. Just, I don't. I feel like this is basically what they normal. have now. Sure. Uh, uh, the Steelers. Yeah. The Steelers one. I don't know what a fish like a guppy. <laughs> As a mascot, why it works so well for the Steelers, but it, this looks like if you squeezed it, mustard would come out. Yes, <laughs> like like if you give this guy a hug, mustard is going to come out of his of mouth everywhere. Just no. kids, <laughs> just kids are covered in mustard, and it just waves and walks away. Oh God, there's so much uh, mustard. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a B though. I don't I, think it's that bad. I give it an F. It does not pass the mustard. Uh, okay, uh, let's go. Colts. Uh, this is from a furry convention. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, are you checking out what the Colt is packing? F. <laughs> we gotta protect yeah. the children. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, Jaguars. Worse than Jackson Deville, but actually pretty solid. I'm gonna give it a B. It's very cartoony. I think you could add this as a secondary maxot to Jackson, and it would be it would work. I like. So I'm gonna give it a B. I like his sexy mittens. Uh, F. <laughs> <laughs> Only because Jackson uh, Deville is so perfect. 
Well, Jackson Eric, DeVille is Eric perfect. Definitely you stole the him. joke I was going to make, so I'll go the other direction. Um, I like this as a B for Jackson DeVille's uh, kind of naive understudy. Because Jackson right, DeVille right. looks like he's seen some shit. Houston Texans. This looks like a like a meme, like a, someone being like, like they're making that weird meme face. I do not like it. Um, it this is just it's not good. I don't understand how the AI came up with. This. I think it looks like a satanic a porky pig. <laughs> and for that, I'll give it a B. I was gonna say it looks like if one of the uh, one of the seven dwarves was also Hellboy. Um, B minus. <laughs> uh. Broncos also at a furry convention. F. Uh, Broncos have been rolling over, and they roll over to us. And this looks like a super non-intimidating version of what they have now. Yeah. A plus. Yeah. A plus. Broncos. Too, it's, it's too. It's too pretty. Uh, What's going on here? My favorite part is that it's clearly just a regular person inside of like a fan jersey this- that is both a seven <laughs> and a two at the same time. Uh, a minus. <laughs> uh, Chargers. I saw this guy also on Power Rangers. <laughs> He looks like a putty from Power Rangers, just like a derpy little guy. I don't understand why the antennas are different. Well, why is, it, why is it, the it one is... twice as long as the other? Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. D minus. Uh, way less scary than what they current ha- currently have. I'm going A. That's uh, true. It... C minus, yeah. Kansas oh, City God. Chiefs. It's a troll no. doll. <laughs> F. No. Uh, That's all I have to say. I'm going to give it a D because I think it's a dude in a skirt and we need representation. Uh, <laughs> but that, what the, I think the Raiders was good enough for that. Uh, this, in my opinion, is what their mascot would look like if Dan Snyder owned Kansas City instead. Um, well, you, you can you can you can see what Dan Snyder did with the Washington yes. Commanders one. Definitely racist. F minus. Uh, how do you make a racist George Washington hold my beer? Um, and uh, I, I, it's so bad. It's got it's disqualified from just existing. F. I think I saw this outside of a roll your own cigarette place once. Uh, F minus minus. <laughs> the, oh my gosh. The Eagles, the Eagles mascot. Whoa. The Eagles mascot. This asks the very important question. What if the Keebler elves were Keebler Eagles? And because of that, I got to give it a C. Uh, this asks the very important question. What if the penguin was actually the eagle when Danny DeVito played him in the Batman movie? That's about and right. That is an S plus. If this, okay. Uh, okay. if this would have been their their mascot during the Super Bowl, they'd have won because the Chiefs wouldn't have shown up. It's too scary. Ugh. Detroit Lions. I actually oh, think this is one of the. Be- I actually think this is one of the, if not the best ones. But it looks like CGI. I don't. Beast Wars just, cross does... promotion has gone too far. Uh, like which is weird. B. The NFC North kind of nails theirs. I'll give him an A because he's a blue lion. He's perfect. Uh, B plus. I'm 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 right there between you. I think it's weird that for the Packers mascot, they just used a composite picture of what people of people from Wisconsin. Like I don't. Well, they get, got all those shirtless get... picks from the stands. Yeah, so it's just this just looks like a the average person at a Packers game. I don't get it, but I mean B then I guess B, uh, C plus no cheesehead. Uh, how does the Vikings mascot C? But it is cool. Uh, it is cool. This is basically what they need to do. And how does per- this guy see though? Uh, this it's is if so Robocop solid. was a Viking. A plus. <laughs> yeah, it's an A. It's an A though. Uh, Falcons. It's solid B. It's nice. It's, it looks like a foul. I'm giving it a, the eyes are the eyes are a little off. I'll give it a B plus only because I appreciate the AI generated Falcons logo, which still kind of works. Uh, I think that it's awesome. They did a cross promotion with the Assassin Creed game. Uh, B. <laughs> Uh, Pan- Panthers mascot. They inexplicably wrote boom hats <laughs> on the jersey. A plus. Because of that, A plus. A plus. I mean, it's a panther and it uh, says poon Are you which sure it's funny. a panther? It looks kind of like a bear. Anyway. It looks, like a, it looks like, uh, that's Sir Purr right there, dude. Uh, all right. The Saints. This is actually a good mascot. Is this, is this it's, a nun? It's funny. It's funny. It's supposed it's, to be like a nun a or something. If a llama was a nun? Yeah, I'm into this. I actually think this is like, they should replace their mascot with this. Yeah. Because their mascot sucks. It's that chin guy, right? It's it is. It is the that... chin guy. Yeah, with the tiny yeah, little no, helmet. Get, replace it with this. This is way I better. I agree. Hey. Oh, we'll give it an A. <laughs> Um, we already talked about San Francisco's baby diaper Cardinals. Uh, this is an extra from the Angry Birds movie. Uh, uh, way too Angry Bird, which does not fit with the with the Cardinals aesthetic. So I'm giving it a D. Uh, it looks like it fell out of the nest and is barely clinging to survival. Accurate representation of the current Cardinals. A plus. 
the Rams. This is uh, a guy. This is a Ram at ho- the school Hogwarts who has seen what teenagers would really use the spells for. Because look at those eyes, man. He has seen some stuff. Uh, D. <laughs> Uh, this looks like a high school mascot that uh, when the Rams mascot like was injured, they like, well, like, w- can we call up a minor league Ram? Boom. Got him. Uh, just the head looks like a Ram in an 80s movie where like someone gives birth to the Antichrist. Uh, their eyes would pop out looking like that. D minus. Uh, the Seahawks one. Oh, uh, my God. It looks like a Seahawks Kraken. Cracking, uh, this looks crossover. like uh, the sea, the He Man villain Merman, but as a <laughs> Seahawk fan, and for that, I'll give it a B. It's okay, though. It's yeah, it's a B. I like that their number is one C, um, and it looks like if the little alien guys from the machine in uh, uh, Toy Story were also the uh, uh, like a monster from the deep, I'm giving it like a D minus. I do not like it, and, and, and that's it, right. Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's it. We, we went to the end. All right. So uh, that's it. So if you have a strong opinion on these AI mascots, well, that's probably weird. because That's you probably unhealthy. Have a strong opinion on this. <laughs> Unless it's the Browns uh, mascot, for, which is the best. Or the Bills Kevin, mascot, which is like haunting. We will see you next week. <laughs> Go Hawks.